Good morning. Welcome to another episode of Thoughts While I Drive to Work. Uh, this morning's episode, we are going to share three different stories. Um, and then at the end, the podcast will probably take a dark political turn. Which, I hate talking about politics, but sometimes you gotta do what you gotta do. Okay, our three stories here will have the same central theme of the fact that old people are just kind of funny. So these are three different stories of conversations I've had with old people here in the last little bit. And um, maybe not even uh, conversations, but just interactions or things I've come across. And I thought you guys would enjoy them. So, up first... I was at my church, and uh, I was using the restroom, just using the urinal, everything was going fine, and this old guy walks up behind me, and old guys like to talk in the bathroom. Why, I don't really know, but they do. <clears throat> and uh, he goes, how do you like this daylight savings? This is when daylight savings have happened, obviously. And I was like, well, it's, you know, it's whatever, it's just something we can't change, just got to deal with it. He goes, yep, worst thing to ever come out of Vietnam. Vietnam? So I I thought he was like joshing me, you know? I thought he was uh, joking with me. So I was like, oh, I didn't know Benjamin Franklin was in Vietnam. And he gets this shocked look on his face. He goes, Benjamin Franklin? Isn't that the guy that invented the telephone? And it was at that point I realized that, no, he was not joking with me. Um, he did not know that Benjamin Franklin was the one that first instituted Daylight Savings Time. He, for some reason, thought that it came out of Vietnam. Um, he also thought that Benjamin Franklin invented the telephone, when in fact, as I would hope most of my listeners know, it was Alexander Graham Bell. (coughs) Excuse me. Um, yeah. So, second one, I'm behind this car, pretty average looking car, nothing crazy, and it's got plastered along its entire back window, blow up NATO, end all wars, and as I come to a stoplight, um, it takes one lane, I take the other, and it's this super old lady with blow up NATO, end all wars on her, on her vehicle. And so, there's a lot of things that can be said for this particular window decal. First of all, anybody here know what NATO is? I would hope that, again, most of our school-age people that graduated high school (coughs) know what NATO is. Northern Atlantic Treaty Alliance, or NATO, established after World War II, basically NATO countries. If you're a member of NATO and somebody attacks you, All the other NATO countries are supposed to give you aid. Um, The majority of the countries in World War II that were on the Allied side are in NATO. They formed NATO. Also, a lot of the uh, cities in the Baltic states are in NATO. And so this woman thinks that if we blow up NATO, it will end all wars. So what you have to remember is that in the Northern Atlantic Treaty Alliance, in the actual treaty, it is not an aggressive treaty per se. 
So it does not say that, let's say if France goes to war, haha, France going to war. If France goes to war for no other reason than they just want to go to war, that all the other NATO countries will join them. That is not what it is. It is if somebody attacks you, we will help you defend yourself and regain your freedom and attack them back. So it's not an aggressive treaty, per se. Um, so I don't really know how it would end all wars, because really it's used in defensive measures. And also, in reality, when it comes down to it, um, there's a lot of countries that have simply blissed out on NATO and not <coughs> lived up to their side of the bargain. Uh, mainly any time that America has called on NATO, uh, there have been multiple times where NATO countries have just said, you know what, uh, sorry, bye, and have not done anything. So I really do not believe that blowing up NATO uh, would end all wars. And I also thought this was a hilarious bumper sticker that she had to have gotten custom made to go over the entire back window of her uh, vehicle. I thought that this was really, really funny, actually. Uh, I don't even know where you would go to blow up NATO. Like, like, where do you blow up NATO? NATO spans, you know, dozens of countries. I don't really know how you can blow it up. Uh, but she wants to. So if you're in NATO, look out for this lady, man. She, uh, she wants to blow you up. All right, third one. And you know what? I think this guy has a point. This is one of the stories that um, if I had to pick, if I had to choose, if I had to say, this guy right here actually has a point. I have a patient with me, and he just randomly turns to him. And if you're a medical worker, you'll understand that every single patient out there treats you as a medical worker, as their personal therapist for as long as you are interacting with them, and will tell you anything. He turns to me, just out of the blue, no provocation, we're not even talking about this. He goes, you ever notice how there's a lot more poop on the back of toilets these days? Yes, this is my life. And I'm like, not really. He goes, there's always poop on the back of toilet seats and on the back of toilets. I'm like, okay, that's nice. And he goes, it's because of smartphones. Like, really? Interesting. He goes on to tell me that he blamed the fact that there is poop on the back of toilet seats and toilets on smartphones because the darn kids, it changes the angle in which the poop enters the toilet. No longer do people poop on toilets sitting up and erect with a straight back. They are pooping hunched over on their phone, changing the angle and thus plastering the back of the toilet. And you know what? This old timer, I think, actually has a point. So, you know, like, that makes sense, actually. I've not really noticed a lot more um, fecal matter in different places on toilets. Um, but if there is, I can see this actually being a reason why. Um, this guy obviously put a lot of thought into his theory. And I'm willing to bet there's actually something there. So... Yeah, keep your eye out. See if you see any more uh, doo-doo on your toilet, I guess. 
Uh, but if you're wondering why, <coughs> that's why. Okay, those are our three stories. And now I'm going to talk about something kind of sad, but it needs to be sad. Um, I grew up reading Calvin and Hobbes comic books. And I really think, and I hope, that you two also grew up reading Calvin and Hobbes comic books. Um, they're fantastic. They're hilarious. Uh, they're good-natured. They recently announced the author of Calvin and Hobbes, The State, has decided that they are going to rewrite all of his comics to make them politically correct. Now, I don't even know what would you rewrite in Calvin and Hobbes to make it politically correct. First of all, that makes no sense to me. I don't really, I don't really know, but it's really sad. I mean, there's a ton of these comics, and they're just going to ruin them. I am happy to say I own all the original Calvin and Hobbes comic books, and I will never be giving them up now. So, come and give me if you want them. Um, but it's really sad. All other books that they are changing to make more politically correct is a bunch of different Dr. Seuss novels. Um, I think it was also funny that they attempted to rewrite Gone with the Wind to make it more politically correct, but they were unable to. Um, yeah, I don't think it's, it's probably impossible to make a book revolving around a whiny heiress who lives on a slave plantation, politically correct. It's just impossible without um, throwing away the first half of the entire book. So instead, they wrote a three-page long content warning on the book um, listing all the possible triggers it might have for people if they read it. Which again, that is sad because I hate this word triggered. <laughs> I hate this word triggered. Because you should be triggered. Triggering isn't necessarily a bad thing. If something is going on that you do not like and it quote unquote triggers you and you have a negative reaction, that's not necessarily a bad thing. Because bad stuff is supposed to make you angry. I don't I don't know how else to say it. Like, bad stuff is supposed to make you angry. We, everyone is always going to be offended about something. And the answer is not getting rid of everything. This is ridiculous. This is, this is stupid. Like, it's just sad. It's about how you use that anger. That again can be the difference between sin and not sin. There's lots of stuff that makes me angry. I don't get triggered. There's things that happen in life that are going to make you angry. And if your answer is to whine and cry in your diaper and just make it go away, well, you'll never be a real human being. As much as I hate to say that. Um, and more, much more importantly, you will never be happy. Um, true happiness does not come from conformity. True happiness does not come from um, physical things. That's all temporary. All these people that are whining and crying how stuff isn't fair and how things offend them. And oh no, <laughs> they're triggered. These people are literally throwing themselves on the ground 
whining and crying, how they're triggered and they're so upset. And, and how the thing I always love that they say, somebody needs to change this. Somebody needs to stop this. <coughs> they don't even know who they want to change it and stop it. Because they're so ignorant and selfish. All they know is that they want what they want. And somebody needs to fix it for them. These poor people... <coughs> Excuse me. These poor people will never be happy until they have ruined everyone else's happiness. So, I'll be keeping my Calvin Hobcock books close to my heart, reading their offensive content until the day I die. And if that offends you, good! Because <laughs> things should offend you. Be tougher. Alright, I'm going to stop recording here right now because I'm meeting a friend for coffee. And then I'll pick back up after the coffee. Thanks. Alright, and we're back. Had some good coffee with a friend of mine, and now we're going to continue our drive to work. So since we're on a political standpoint, and I haven't talked about this certain individual in a while, I intend to. So you've heard me in the past speak about our local politician, Justin Ruffridge. Um, so I say this not without a lot of reason, because I don't believe in publicly talking about someone unless all their avenues have been exhausted, and they deserve it. So Justin Ruffridge is a lying snake in the grass. Uh, multiple times he's lied to all of his constituents. He lied to all of us to get into office. Um, he lied about his beliefs. He lied about what he was going to do um, just to get into office. Um, I've talked about on previous podcasts how he actively ran away from me one time. Like, actively ran away from me one time um, when I tried to talk to him about things he said that he went back on. I have gone to him and I've tried to talk to him about things um, with zero success whatsoever. Um, basically, he is a lying snake that is not to be trusted. He ran on this ballot how he was a Christian and he was going to do all these things and make everything right, stand up for Christian values, and since then has done nothing. As a matter of fact, he's actually done the exact opposite. He's voted time, time, and time, and time again against things, or for things, that he said and promised his constituents and his voters he would vote against. Um, before he was elected, he went to, he would church hop around every single local church. That way he could tell the constituents, I'm just like you. I could, I've literally heard him say, I go to your church. Of course you should vote for me. Um, and then after the election, went back to his normal church. Um, he's a manipulative, lying snake. But recently, and again, to my disappointment, and this is what we'll talk about here for just a second, he voted to have all the bathrooms on the peninsula uh, to allow men in women's bathrooms and women in men's bathrooms. Um, he voted for this, which is, again, literally, quite literally, verbatim, one of the things he said he would vote against. So again, aha, lying Justin at it again. So I'm going to talk about this from a different perspective. So for this perspective, I'm not going to talk about like 
you know, the <laughs> idea of having men in women's bathrooms and women in men's bathroom as like a transgender gay thing. I'm not going to talk about that. I'm going to talk about this as a safety thing. So you never hear about a problem about women going into the men's bathrooms. You don't hear about that. It's not an issue. It's not a thing. Do you know why? It is because no woman in her right mind, regardless if she says she's a dude or not, wants to go into an enclosed, locked space with other men. It's a safety thing. And so I don't care about the transgender gay crap. I don't care about that. What I'm saying is you hear about men wanting to go to the women's restrooms because there's a large majority of men out there that are sexual creeps and predators. That want to go to the women's bathroom because that's where women are. In a closed, locked place where there are no cameras, where there's minimal people in view. That's why they want to go there. And that's what Justin voted for, to endanger women. No woman in her right mind wants men to come into the bathroom. So you got to think about stuff like a predator. When I look at a building or when I look at some place that I'm supposed to keep safe, I look at, of course, how I would attack it. How would I hurt the people in this place? When I look at protecting someone, I look at how would I hurt them? And having the ability to follow any woman into the bathroom, where again, closed, locked space, usually darker, no cameras. If I now have that ability, my options are huge. Huge. I've taken away one of the few safe spaces, safer spaces that women can go. And you've opened up an entire new hunting ground for predators. Um, it's a huge safety thing. It is huge, especially in our schools. Um, because the majority of these men that are going to do this and go into women's bathrooms are not transgender. They are not gay. They're either perverts, one, which is a completely different set of problems, or they're predators. But that's not what the public wants to hear. That's not what Justin wants to hear. Um, even though he's a lying sack of crap, um, he's endangering all these women. So now women can't even go to the bathroom without having to wonder. And you should wonder. And if you're a woman listening, you should wonder. Be afraid. Be aware that now any man who may be find you attractive or be following you or anything can follow you into the, the bathroom where he can lock the door and basically do whatever he wants. And that's what Justin voted for. That's what he supports. Um, so men... Be aware of that. Women, be aware of that. Be aware of that with your kids. You know, I can't send my five-year-old daughter into a bathroom to go to the bathroom by herself now. Can't do it. I didn't really do it before in, like, public bathrooms, but in, like, places that I trusted, I would maybe do it sometimes. Can't do that now. Don't know who's going to be in there. You can't do it. And as a man, you shouldn't let your daughter go in there. You know, there's a pretty strict rule I always tell my daughter. And for any women, um, you know, take this with a grain of salt, I'm not a woman. But if a man ever tells you, be quiet, 
come with me or I will hurt you, never go with him. Because he is trying to get you to a space where he can hurt you more and people can't stop him. The majority of these like attacks and rapes and stuff happen first in public and then they take their victim somewhere else. Come with me or I will hurt you. That is because they cannot really hurt you or do what they want to do to you in the space that you are in currently. They need to get you somewhere where nobody can hear you scream and nobody can help you. Never go with them. The pain that he will, might inflict on you right then is nothing compared to what he wants to do to you. And that is what we are opening the doors to to these creeps thanks to freaking Justin Ruffridge. Not now. They don't have to take women to places where they can do whatever they want. They can go there. They can just go there. Hey, look, here's a dark enclosed space where all the women go that has doors that lock from the inside. Yeah, okay, perfect. Uh, I don't have to hunt women now. I can go exactly where they are. Um, it's just pitiful and it's gross and it's sad that I have to say these things. But these are this is the, re the freaking reality, you know? And I'm just sick of it. All right, I'm at work, so I'm going to go. Um, you guys, hopefully you have a good day. Hopefully you enjoy the podcast. Um, do remember, my wife's going to be on for the 60th episode, so please send me any questions you want us to, to talk about. Again, thoughts while I drive to work at gmail.com. All spaces, no caps, one word. All right, let's pray. Dear Jesus, thank you for today. Lord, I just pray for our fallen world and for our leaders, Lord, that they just, they would come to know you, Lord. Because that's the only salvation, Lord, and that this this world is just a time passing, Lord, and that your kingdom will come, your perfect kingdom will come. This is not my final resting place, Lord. This place is not my home. You are my home, Lord. You are my salvation. Lord, I love you. Amen. All right. Later, guys. Hey, thanks again for tuning in and listening to another episode of Thoughts While I Drive to Work. If you guys have any questions you want to ask me, you want answered, or topics you'd like me to cover, or things you'd like me to dig into and then uh, read aloud on the podcast, or you just want to say what's up, go ahead and shoot me an email at thoughtswhileidrivetowork at gmail.com. All one word, no spaces, no caps, thoughtswhileidrivetowork at gmail.com. All one word, no spaces, no caps. You can also find me on Patreon. If you just go to Patreon's website and search for Thoughts While I Drive to Work, it should bring me right up. We have uh, right now only one membership level, but we'll be adding more with exclusive content and deals um, with at Thoughts While I Drive to Work. And if you want to find out what that exclusive content is, well, you have to pay me. Have a good day, guys.